the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This on-demand presentation from Talk910.com. This is Rob Black. Hear the Rob Black Show every weekday from 10 to noon Pacific Time on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. San Francisco. Thanks for your support. Enjoy the show. Day that are worth mentioning. Megan texted in. She goes, Personally, I'm devastated. The flight of Concords are losing their jobs. I had to watch them lose any inkling of dignity they ever had every week. I'm not quite sure what that means, but we talked about the flight of the Concords earlier in the show, and Megan's clearly upset by it. Next email says, Jason. Jason sends me an email and goes, Is this really you? He goes, I love your show. I'm 32. I'm getting pretty hardcore about uh, my afterlife. You could not have come at a better time. I'm worried your overlords might not understand your style. P.S. Use your own music. Stop stealing Armstrong and Gettys. It's good music, but for those of us who listen all morning, it's a repeat. You have your own style, so use it, brother. Jason, you got to understand one thing. I'm the hippest, coolest man on the planet. Men want to be me. Women faint when I get next to them. I'm all powerful. Armstrong and Getty steal my music. I don't steal their music. Just so you know. Let's see. Is that my boss coming in? My overlords, as Jace referred to it. That's not my boss. Um, that's Roy Lamella. So uh, pretty cool working in the, the halls of Clear Channel. You actually get to meet some of these cool people um, that have great voices. And I don't have a great voice. So I'm trying to ruin my voice right now by drinking a bottle of whiskey a night so that it just really tears it up. Anyway, um, another email comes in. And Jason, <sighs> worried about my overlords not understanding me. That's going to happen. You know, I've got a contract through December, uh, both in radio and TV. And fortunately, TV's let me on for eight plus years and radio's been in 15 plus years and I love it. But at some point in time, there's going to be a smarter, faster, younger uh, me. And when that happens, if it's a monkey who plays cymbals, I'm gone. If it's Kim Cattrall doing a you're 95 years old sex show, I'm gone. It's going to happen. And when it does, I'll go coach Little League Soccer. I'll open up a bar. I'll find something fun to do. So I'm not worried about that. Next email comes to us. says, Rob, I love your show. For foot fungus, try soaking in a couple minutes in Clorox and cold water. Follow that with powder on the feet and inside the shoes. This came from my grandpa. It worked for me after spending $100 plus dollars on, on creams. Um, okay, that's interesting. I got some foot fungus that is out of control. It is out of control. Like, I only look at my toes once a month, and I went down there last night, and it's nasty. It's it's cheesy. It's 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 Some of it looks like the head of Lincoln. It's, it's making it's you know odd smells. So I'm thinking about going to get a pedicure, just torturing the woman who has to touch my feet and giggling. <laughs> you know one thing that I want to do? I know you're saying, please tell me, Rob. And we're supposed to have Dan Rusnowski on right now, so I'm, I'm kind of like dancing and jiving and shucking and doing everything I can. Um, one thing I want to do is that when I die... 
I want to put a note in my pocket that says, Heidi is evil. Stop Heidi. So when I die, the police will see, like, if I have a heart attack or if, you know, I get in a car crash or um, when I die, they're going to go, who's Heidi? And then I want to go over to Heidi's house. She's my producer, by the way. Um, and they'll eventually put a link between me and her, you know, they'll, they'll go to her house. And I want to go to her house and I want to put something like uh, in, in her files that's all cryptic and Da Vinci code like and it's all got symbols on it and it's got, you know, codes that eventually will say, you know, it'll be decoded in some way, shape or form. Um, anyway, I kind of want to do that, even though she's not evil and even though she's not anything along those lines. Is that Dan? It's not Dan. OK, so I'm going to do the Rob Black, Dan Rusinowski. Can we have the Dan Rusinowski drop? Let's hear the Dan Rusinowski drop. I'm going to do the interview without him playing both parts. Final four seconds of penalty time are ticking off on the clock. One more rush. Here's gets lap lead for Scott Niedermeyer. Breaks in. Penalty is over. A centering attempt just got blocked. And the Sharks have a two-on-one mini one. Here's Heatley out of the box. That's Thornton moving in. Gives him the play. Break away. Thornton shoots. Scores! Joe Thornton, his first of the year. Great setup from Danny Heatley. And the Sharks have a 3 nothing lead. So, Dan, welcome in. And, Dan, you're the host and you're the voice of the San Jose Sharks heard tonight at 7. You can hear Dan on the radio at 98.5 FM. FM better than AM. How, you like working in FM, Dan? <laughs> I do like working in FM. Good question. Good question. So, Dan, it was a tough week on the on the Sharks this week. The three games, St. Louis, we got a point, lost in overtime. Calgary, lost 2-1. to one. L.A., we lost two to one in overtime. Got a point. So, and a homestand where we should have got at least four to five points. We get two out of six. Do you feel as disappointed and as bitter as I am? <laughs> Good question. Good question. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, a long season, ups and downs, and this is a down, and uh, we'll bounce back. Thanks, Dan. Um, I do ask good questions. I, I put my heart into this. Dan Boyle. He's got a heart of a lion. He's our defenseman. I think he should have been named captain over Rob Blake. I think Rob Blake was a poor choice. Blake is old. He's seasoned. He's he's probably good in the locker room, but you don't see it as much. Maybe I see a little degradation of skill in Blake, whereas Boyle, he's hitting his game. He's, he's, he's going down ice. He's scoring goals. At times, he looks like the most talented player on the ice. Even though, in reality, you know, it's probably got to be Danny Heatley or Joe Thornton or Patrick Marlowe. <laughs> Good question, Rob. Good question. <laughs> Rob, you want to come rub my shoulders? <laughs> yeah, uh, Dan Boyle. Good player. Good player. Good player. Thanks. You know, I... I, I Put my heart in that question, and I appreciate you noticing that it was good. So tonight, uh, we're going to play Dallas, and Dallas is on the downside. You know, they, they're, maybe they're up from last year when they're in the, in the cellar, but they're top eight, but they're eight. They used to be top of the league, and, and Detroit's on the, on the downside, and Anaheim's on the downside. What's up with the, the future? What's up with the past leaders? They're, they're all starting to decline. Why aren't the Sharks declining? <laughs> good question. Good question. Um, the, the leaders, they, uh, they lose players to free agency. So then on the opposite side, Phoenix and, uh, Los Angeles aren't up. What used to be the cellar dwellers, they would make the playoffs if the playoffs started today. And I think we're about a third through the season. <laughs> good question. Good question. Okay. So that's what I was going to ask Dan Rusnowski. So there you go. That's my whole Dan Rusnowski interview in a nutshell. iPhone sales, they're picking up in China. The only thing that I have on this story is that Apple's an international company, and you think the phenomenon's just in the United States. Originally, there were some pretty weak sales in Hong Kong, China Unicom. Um, a lot of people are afraid that China is a nation that tends to rip off our electronics and, and pirates them. 
Um, so there's a lot of pirate apples, but they, they seem to be catching on a little bit at this point in time. McDonald's, this is a big story in the news today. They're going to offer food for a dollar, a breakfast for a dollar, a dollar sausage burrito, a dollar two sausage sandwiches, 12-ounce coffee, hash brown. You get it all, all for a dollar. Now, this is important in large part because why is this important? They, they'll offer a Big Mac sandwich for a buck forty-nine later this month. What's interesting about this is the people that tend to eat fast food, they're 18 to 35 years old. And Kentucky Fried Chicken is owned by Yum Brands. And Yum Brands also owns Taco Bell. And if you watch any television, you see Taco Bell commercials, Dollar Gordita. I don't even know what a Gordita is, but I know they're, I mean, that's how good advertising works. It's a Dollar Gordita at Taco Bell. And Burger King's got a dollar something, uh, double cheeseburger. They got a, and see, I'm, why am I remembering this? I'm not 18 to 35. I don't eat fast food. When I was 18 to 35, I probably ate a little bit more fast food than I do now. It's, it's something that we kind of cut back on our life. Um, there's a joke that I was going to put in here, but for some reason, my internal editor is on. So I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. Ooh, Heidi went for the dump button. <laughs> she made a move for the dump button like one I've never seen before. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Can the recession save a marriage? This is a, a story that's out there as well. That basically when the economy is doing great. You feel kind of sexy. You feel kind of like, woo, I'm powerful. I just got me a new car. I got me a new car. Look at that person next to me in, the, in their car is looking at me. They're looking at me. So they tend to say that a lot of marriages go bad when things are good. But now what we're finding is a lot of marriages, they're staying together when things are bad. That people are no longer fighting over money because there's less money to fight over. There's no longer stressing about um, where they stand. The divorce rate's actually falling right now. It declined to 16.9 divorces out of 1,000 marriages in 2008. 2005, it was, it was a higher number. So um, 17.5. So it, it, it's declining. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have it. That's a crap story. I'm saving that one for later. Let's see what else we have. This is what happens when Dan Rosanowski cancels on me. It leaves me with nothing to talk about. Variety. Variety is going to start charging for web access. The Hollywood trade newspaper Variety is putting its website behind a paywall starting yesterday. Now, the, the, as you get a Variety, there'll be some free content, free content, free content, free content, free content. And then they're going to start weeding the free out. And they're going to start weeding who gets to see what out. So Variety is one of those websites that gets a lot of traffic. But what they're going to do is say they're going to lose a lot of their 2.5 million online visitors per month. It's a 104-year-old newspaper. Their daily printed version has about 30,000 subscribers, and they think that some people will pony up and uh, pay for an online uh, you know, relationship with Variety. I'll go find other content myself. I use Variety all the time in large part to find content about movies and like Avatar and how much it's sold and you know uh, some of the tracks for the, the year and who's doing what and how, for how much. But more content. So far what we've learned is the Wall Street Journal does incredibly well. Online. And the Financial Times does incredibly well online. In the world of money, we got six, seven-figure jobs, right? We're willing to pay $59, $69, $79, $89 for online material. In the world of movies and you're 16 years old, you may not be willing to pay $69 to find out what Taylor Hicks is doing next. Taylor Swift, Taylor Hicks. I guess Taylor Swift would be a more relevant representation. Because when you're 15 and a guy tells you he loves you, You tend to believe them. Anyway, online sites that you pay for, 
it's got to be a really unique niche market that you can't get anywhere else. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating to talk. happy this week. I was having a good week. And then for some reason, maybe it's the rain, maybe it's the weather, maybe it's two weeks till Christmas. Two weeks till Christmas. Dun, 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 dun. Maybe that's got me down. I don't know. I'm just suddenly down all of a sudden. So I'll still talk money and I'll still give you great investment ideas. And for the record, you're going to hear the funniest thing you've heard all week. We've been saving it for the last two minutes of the show this week. It's so funny. If you don't like it, I'll give you your money back. It's that kind of funny. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Let's talk about something that makes me happy. I didn't die this year. Let's talk about the top 10 people who died this year. Number 10. Era, era, Teddy Kennedy. Teddy Kennedy, number 10 on the death list. Number 9, Jane Goody. Who's Jane Goody? I don't even know who Jane Goody is. But Jane Goody dead. Number 8 on the list is Steve McNair. Steve McNair... Promising young athlete, super quarterback. I guess he's not a young athlete. Promising retired athlete, super athlete. Had a girlfriend half his age. And well, let's just say when he decided that he wasn't going to marry her and leave his wife and kids, she shot him in the chest. Next big celebrity death this year was David Carradine. Dies in a hotel in Asia. Auto erotic asphyxiation. Something weird about wearing women's clothes? Not the best way to die. Number six, the pitchman. The pitchman, Billy Mays. Infomercial, king of the infomercial, Billy Mays. He's number five on the celebrity farewell searches for 2009. Number five on the death list, Jet Travolta. Jet Travolta, gone, not with us anymore. Number four on the celebrity death list, Natasha Richardson. Natasha Richardson. A skiing accident. We can go any day, right? Patrick Sway's number three. Number two, Farrah Fawcett. And number one, Michael Jackson on the top 10 celebrity farewell searches for 2009. Let's go to Dan Rusinowski. Dan Rusinowski, voice of the San Jose Sharks. We thought we missed your segment, Dan. I did the segment in lieu of you. I did both parts of us. Um, so we didn't really miss anything. Wow. You know, that's happened before in the history of hockey broadcasting. Back in the 1970s, there was a guy named Bill Mazur who used to uh, be on the air in New York all the time on television and on radio. And uh, there was one time when the NHL was on NBC in the 1970s, the first time, and he was doing some of the interviews between periods. And uh, for whatever reason, the coach had uh, kept everybody in the dressing room to scream at them because uh, they hadn't played very well. And he was supposed to interview Stan Makita of the Chicago Blackhawks. Well, he did exactly what you did. He asked the question, then he actually moved to the other side of the of the of the TV screen and answered the questions with as much of a Stan Makita accent as he could put together. So you've you've made history again. Well, it's kind of funny because I made you sound like a, a, a 
uh, uh, Larry King. So, really? yeah, I, I can't do your voice. Your voice is too too proud, too too full. I can't do it. So I, I just made you into Larry King. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about the week, Dan. It's been a tough week on me. I've watched all three games. St. Louis, we lose 2-1. to one. Calgary, we lose 2-1. to one. L.A., we lose 2-1. to one. It just it kind of bummed me out. It's we only got two points out of six on a home stand, and I look at St. Louis and L.A. and I, I penciled those in for four points, and I'm a little bummed. This is the time of the year when you have to look at it with a big picture view. In other words, instead of being on the ground and, and looking at all of the action that you see before you, you have to have it uh, for a view from ten thousand feet as you're coming in for a landing. You get to see everything around the big picture, and I think I think that the adversity that the sharks are going through right now is good. It's something that they need because they, it's going to help them prepare for the challenge of the playoffs. And that's something they didn't have last year until really late in the season. And by then it was almost too late to turn around. Then they got into it in the playoff series against Anaheim and, and went out in the first round. So um, while it certainly isn't much fun for any fan to, to go through that where your team isn't winning games, in fact, one against Calgary that they probably should have won, uh, it's a good thing for the big picture. So from, from 10,000 feet it's not as bad as it is from the view on the ground and i totally botched up those scores uh there, there were better scores than i actually said um the person that i'm i'm intrigued by this year I, I, he's really standing out to me dan is dan boyle he i think he should have been captain he seems to lead on the ice he seems to you know rush up and, and score a goal and, and flash stick brilliance and skate brilliance i like blake i understand why they chose blake as captain but i like seeing it on the ice as well and boyle is just he's crazy good I think he's the heir apparent, to be honest with you, as far as being the captain is concerned. And to be honest with you, Rob, had you given me the choice at the beginning of the year, I probably would have picked Dan Boyle, too, to be captain. But thinking about it in the longer longer haul, again, from 10,000 feet, I think that Rob Blake does something that Dan Boyle isn't quite ready to do yet. And and let's let's go through the two things that a captain can provide for your team. Number one, he can provide inspiration. He can be very inspiring both on and off the ice. He can be intense. He can call guys out. He can do all of that. And Dan Boyle does that all the time. Now, Rob Blake, who also has the ability to do that, though, has something else. He has the ability to settle guys down. So one inspires and the other one settles. And I think that in the heat of the moment, perhaps, that's the one area that that might be most important for the Sharks. So it's a good choice. And, hey, Blake has an A on his sweater. He's an alternate captain, so he's part of the leadership structure. And I think he's going to be a captain of the team someday. Interesting dynamic happening this year, Mr. Isnowski. Dallas is number eight. Detroit's not even in the playoff race right now. Anaheim's out of the playoff race. These were three of the best teams in the last 10 years, and they've fallen in hard times. While the other side of it, two of the worst teams are now two of the best, Phoenix and Los Angeles, the Kings. It's interesting how the West is changing. Well, that's right, and, and that's sort of the evolution of, uh, of the way that the business works. Part of the thing that you get when you finish in last place is you get a top draft pick, and L.A. has started stockpiling those the last few years, and they're finally starting to reap the benefits of that building program that uh, former Sharks GM Dean Lombardi put into place. On the other hand, the most amazing franchise, I think, in the last 20 years in this league has got to be Detroit, because, yes, right now they're, they're not in first place, and, in fact, they're sitting in 11th, but... But 
They're starting to climb back into it ever so slowly. And I, you just get the feeling that they're going to be right in there near the end of the season. And each year we wonder, is this going to be the year that the Red Wings finally fall off and, and need to do a full rebuild? And uh, They keep on defying gravity, so to speak. So kudos to them in, in, in being able to do that. And, in fact, they went 10 years at least without a first-round draft pick, and they still were able to get some amazing players. And that's a tribute to their scouting staff and their ability to find these guys. And it's getting harder every year, but the, they're, they're one team that I, I wouldn't count out among the teams that are out of it right now. It sounds like you're at the rink this morning. What's happening at the rink? I'm uh, standing here at HP Pavilion watching the Dallas Stars skate because the Sharks, of course, are playing the Stars tonight. And San Jose already skated uh, when I was supposed to be on the air on a game day on on a Friday, probably should talk to you about this. Right around 11.15, I'm finishing up with the coach and interviewing him for our coach's chalkboard program. Then I rushed right out here. My phone never rang because I was inside the locker room, so we didn't get good reception. But other than that, uh, I'm, I'm watching Mark Crawford now lecture the players on the Dallas Stars. They're all gathered at center ice. And uh, this is a big game for them, too, because they, they want to make the playoffs this year. And, uh, you know, Dallas is looking at the recent history for the Sharks. They've lost a couple of games at home against some pretty good teams. So I think he thinks that this is a good test for his club, and it's probably what he's telling him right now. After Afterwards, though, I'll have to go over and give him some of my wine tips because uh, he's a big wine collector, and so he, he likes to ask me some of those questions at times. You can throw some of those wine tips our way on another show. All right. Okay, now um, who should we watch tonight on the Dallas Stars? Who, who do you think is going to be a standout player? You know, I was talking to Todd McClellan a few minutes ago, and you know what he talked about most? He talked about goaltender Marty Turco. Now, we know that Marty Turco is an excellent goalie. He's, he's been one of the better goalies in the Western Conference these last few years. But the, the, he wasn't talking about his ability to stop the puck. He was talking about his ability to handle the puck and to make plays. Turco, who I'm watching right now stop the puck in front of me, is probably one of the best puck-handling goalies in the league. He's very quick with a stick. He can, he can really fire the puck on the tape of a, of a forward, breaking at full speed at center ice and so you have to be able to watch that and you want to keep the puck away from him that to me is one of the most interesting guys to check out on on the dallas stars roster and there's another kid too james neal um, is a left winger big strong fast he's got 13 goals he leads the stars there and the reason why he does it is because he he does it the old-fashioned way he earns it he gets right in there gets his nose dirty makes plays and they're talking about him as an outside candidate to make team canada which is quite an honor for a young player like that so there's a couple names for you thanks very much dan risnowski we'll listen tonight seven o'clock you're on the air i think the game starts at seven so do you have a pregame show tonight yeah, 6.30. 6.30. They're, they're going to let you on the FM side at 6.30. Yeah, that's nice. That's that's what they do. Dan Rusinowski tonight at 6.30 on 98.5 FM. If you've never listened to hockey on radio, it is probably the best sport translated to radio. It's magical, especially when there's a game winning late in overtime in the playoffs. It'll, it, goosebumps. Goosebumps is all I'll say. Let's go to Peter in Walnut Creek. Peter. Peter. In this option arm loan, it expires April of 2012. The reason why I can't refi is because my condominium, Walnut Creek, is less than 50% owner-occupied. I want to stay there. I owe 170 on it. It was valued at 100. And, uh, it was valued at 300,000, but it fell to 175. So I was planning. I worked 30 years for the phone company. I was planning on retiring soon, but now I have to work the rest of my life because if I can't refi, I'm going to take my 401k and pay it off. And I know you say don't borrow from your 401k, but I don't want to foreclose. I mean, they used to call me a gold chip. I went to a silver chip, and now I'm a bronze chip. 
So, what, here's the problem with the 401k. How much do you need to take out of the 401k? Well, I I owe 170 on it. Okay, so, so you're going to take 170 out of the 401k. I have to pay it off. I don't want to foreclose. Do you realize how much you're going to take from the 401k is more like 250k, 300k? Well, no, to pay it off because at the time I'll owe 170 on it. Well, no, but anything you take out of the 401k, you're going to get a penalty on it, and then you have to pay the taxes on it. Oh no, I understand that. I do have some cash, and I understand that I'm going to probably end up taking a hundred from my 401k, and the rest I'll pay cash. Good luck. I, I don't. I never recommend that. I mean, that is a last resort of a last resort of a last resort. I listen to you. I listen to you all the time, and I understand that. But then yeah. I'm going to have to foreclose, and then why not? Why not rent in retirement? Well, I was uh, made. That's a good idea, but I was just thinking. I mean, you're talking two hundred thousand dollars that you're going to basically end up losing, and what's well, that? It's fallen, Rob, it's fallen anyway. Yeah, and you so, can rent a you can rent an apartment two thousand dollars a month, twenty thousand dollars a year for ten years. My my personal opinion, I don't know if that's a, a great idea taking that much money, especially since it would continue to grow for you on, on some way, shape, or form. But again, I'm not you. And that house is important to you, and you want to hug it, you want to kiss it, you want to love it. That's fine and appropriate, but you're going to, you, on the flip, like you said, you're going to end up working until the day you die. Well, I just haven't seen my 401k, Rob, grow in the last 10 years, so I figured with the way the economy is going, it's not going to grow anyway. Nope. So why not take the money out and just work the rest of my life and let it grow you've, that way? You've done something wrong in your choices if your 401k hasn't grown in the last 10 years. And keep in mind, you weren't paying taxes, state or federal taxes on it, so... At worst, you would be break even if you're down forty percent. So if you're flat, you're up forty percent in my mind. Well, I've, I think I've invested right. I've, I have it sixty uh, percent in large cap, thirty percent in mid cap, and ten percent international. And I would say and that's is- totally wrong. So I wouldn't even okay, cons- well, yeah. I would say no more than twenty percent large cap to start. Twenty percent mid, twenty percent small, twenty percent international, twenty percent income. The income portfolio is what you've been missing in your portfolio, and it's ultimately hurt you bad. Thanks for the call. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's the Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. I'm John Cobell. I'm Ken Shampo. We're the John and Ken Show. Join us weekdays from 3 to 7. Now, Rob Black on 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Um, I feel truly blessed that I get to do this job. I really honestly do. Um, I can't say that enough. So it's probably the coolest job on the planet. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Looking for some content. Um, i basically get up crazy early and I stay up crazy late and I always try to find financial information for you. Earlier in the show, I kind of alluded to Broadcom and the backdating probe of a chip maker. Broadcom co-founder Henry Samueli, he arrived in court to testify for a former colleague with a promise of immunity 
and the prospect that the judge would eventually hand down a tough sentence for his own role in the stock option backdating case. Now, he gets out of it. It's intriguing to note. U.S. District Judge John Cormack Carney looked at this guy and said, I'm going to let you get your own freedom. Samuel Ellie was once owner of the NHL Anaheim Ducks. He actually is the owner of the NHL Anaheim Ducks. Spent two days testifying for the defense in the fraud trial of a former executive for the telecommunication chip maker. Now, what's interesting to note about this, and I don't even care about the current situation with the legal issues, but a lot of people forget that a lot of wealth in the United States came from fake places. Two very fake places. Stock options and real estate. Real estate, it's not real money till you sell it. Now, if you take money out of your house, you didn't sell it. You just took money out of your house. So the crash that we're seeing in real estate is putting us back more where real estate should be. I still think real estate's got another 10 plus percent fall. In high-end markets, I think it's got a good 20% to fall. Will it happen? Maybe, maybe not. Because it's all about perception versus reality. Now, with that said, real estate historically averages about 5% returns, bonds average 6% returns, and stocks average 10% returns. But sometimes we get a little caught up and we go, ooh, I want to own that tech stock. Cause, and what happened was in the late 1990s, mid-1990s through early 2000s, a lot of tech companies would come out and say, let's issue stock options to employees as a way of rewarding them and not giving them cash. So they were paying employees – in stock options. That's not real money. It's stock. It's paper. The company didn't earn that, put it in the cash register, and give it to the employee. They printed paper. I remember there was a a girl, her AOL instant messenger name was Seacliff Girl. And she contacted me. She wanted to date me back in the 1990s. And I was like, so why are you called Seacliff? And she goes, because she lives in Seacliff, Santa Cruz. She owned a $2 million home that she bought with stock options, not with real cash, stock options. She didn't sell the stock options. She used them as collateral and as as proof of of wealth. Her stock, I2, went from $200 a share to under $1 a share. She didn't sell. She panicked. Ultimately, that home gets foreclosed on. Long story short, $2 million home was, was available to her because of stock options. I2 was a piece of crap. I2 had nothing. They didn't have enough to be worth what we were valuing them on at one point in time. We just assumed business to business was going to be the next big thing, and companies would cut the middlemen out, and business to business was hot. B2B, you might remember that. There's phrases like B2C, business to consumer. Uh, then there's like consumer to consumer, C2C, where we're like starting to do loans and not letting banks do loans. Like We got ridiculous, but it was stock option money. And that stock option money led to people doing a land grab on buying a house. And that led to real estate prices starting to shoot up too far too fast. The areas that didn't get stock options and the areas didn't get, you know, people like saying, I got to live in Raleigh, North Carolina, because no one was saying that in the 1990s. But jobs were slowly coming there and real estate's held up. It never went down. Always went up. You make money and real money in real estate by buying where the jobs are. You make faux money. In a faux economy, and we were in a faux economy. The dot com was a faux economy. Mo money, mo money, mo money, mo money. Americans got wealthier in the fall for the second quarter in a row. Stock market for the second quarter in a row, six months from March, were glorious. So I think that's a boring story. I think it's crap. It's crap. Armstrong and Getty did not steal that from me. I stole that from them.
but they stole my music. Fixed rate mortgages, averaging well below 5%, but they're starting to tick up a little bit. Mortgage is the value of your home. Genentech and Biogen today are announcing positive results for a phase three trial on rheumatoid arthritis. Now, here's why I don't do biotech stocks well. It's an investigational humanized anti-CD20 monoclonal antibody oxcrilizumab given in combination with methotrexate met its primary endpoint. I can barely understand what I just said out loud. I don't do biotech well. I'll never say I do biotech well. Now, HP, an analyst came out today and said, HP's notebooks are doing incredibly well. Broad point. They say their checks indicate that they're doing incredibly well. So I think they got some upside from HP. They say Dell, they're doing incredibly well in notebooks, and Apple's doing incredibly well. Now, part of the whole chain, the food chain, these guys, they sell notebooks. But what goes in a notebook? Synaptics. Seagate, Micron, Marvel Tech, Intel, Integrated Silicon, Atheros, Maxim, Microsoft. So what's good for one could be good for many in the food chain. To you get your calls on the air, you'll have to wait till I come back on Monday. I'll be on TV today, Channel 4 Cron, Channel 4 Cron at 4 o'clock. 800-345-5639 if you want to call the show in the future. It's robblack.com, robblack.com. Find me at robblack.com. Send your photos to robblack.com, robblack.com. I'm Rob Black. Have a go. Oh, and by the way. Funny bit coming up right here. No, no, it's here. And now it's time for Did Rob Black Really Just Say That? Listen in to the weekly roundup of unbelievable quotes. Here's Robbie. Sure. Ah, yes. Yes. I've soiled myself yet again. I'm Rob Black. Listen to me on 9, 10 a.m. Woo! I'm the wolf man. Golder. <laughs> now no, you're in my head. I love Fidelity. I love Fidelity. Kiss me, Fidelity. I love you. What's up with LLRB? Ladies love Rob Black. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. hi Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.